The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Well, Hall of Fame night, one of the most raucous crowds of the year, and we just watched it go plop in front of us in the final minutes. Dayton a loser, 74-69. Five-point loss against George Mason, the upset loss at home. And Dayton drops to 19-10 and overall, 11-5 and in Atlantic 10 play. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, here with you live from our Dayton studios for Flyer Feedback. Nate, um, yeah, I mean, nip and tuck game. It was tied, you know, a bunch of lead changes, a bunch of ties. This is just... Bottom line, this is a game Dayton should have won. Uh, it brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> I don't know about you, but we should have had this one. I mean, honestly, it was a good game, though. You know, both teams were going back and forth. Um, at the end of the game, George Mason made bigger plays than we did. We made we did some things we were supposed to do. You know, Smith goes to the hole, penetrates, draws the defense, try to get it to the big man. George Mason's rotation was perfect. They switched back over, got in front of the big man, got the turnover. Uh, only thing that stood out for me was George Mason had six steals. So they was real active on the ball and aggressive, and we didn't have any. A new career high for Deron Holmes with 34 points. He becomes the first Dayton player to score 30 or more twice in a season. He's not done it three times, three times in a season since Brian Roberts, B-Rob did it. He did it four times in the 07-08 year. Uh but all for naught, and really, who cares? I'm just mentioning the stat. But, uh, you know, in a loss, it, it's really oh – God, just if <laughs> and then you talk about a drop-off, Nate. Deron Holmes with 34, and then the next highest scorer on the team was Tumani Kamara and Kobe Brea with nine each. Oh, um, so you got your big dog eating tonight. I mean, Deuce with nearly half the points uh, for this team tonight. Um, and all for naught with a 74-69 to – uh, you know, just a, a mediocre team in George Mason, but this is an Atlantic 10 that we've seen is just chock full of mediocrity uh, and probably going to be a one-bid league. It will be for the first time since 05. Um, but just frustrating, you know, because Dayton, look, we, we know it, it's been the case for weeks and weeks and weeks, um, if you're being honest with yourself and you know about the landscape of this sport that they are and they're going to have to win the Atlantic 10 tournament to get into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Uh, but just frustrating that you you slip, you let a chance slip to clinch a, a top four seed in the double buy in the A10 tournament. Um, and just, you know, you kind of just have a dud tonight against Mason in front of I, what I thought, Nate, honest to God, was one of the most raucous crowds. Oh, yeah. They was jumping all year. in there. You know, it, it felt real live in there tonight, especially, you know, with Hall of Fame at halftime and. You know, we had a lot of support out there. Fans did great. I mean, they did their job. You know, we just couldn't pull it off. And, you know, we got to give credit to George Mason, too, because they're a real scrappy team. You know, their record doesn't show how good they are. You know, if they get jailing and playing together, they're going to be a dangerous team in the tournament. And, you know, to be honest, we might face them again, which I hope we do, because then we can really show them who is the better team. Yeah, and, you know, Kim, Eng- Kim English is a good coach. Um, you know, he's gotten a lot of praise since he's gotten to Mason. Um, and he's got kind of a rebuild, you know, on his hands. Has had one on his hands over in Fairfax, but pretty widely regarded as a uh, good coach coming from the Rick Barnes coaching tree. Um, and in the end, you know, dating a loser tonight. Uh, you mentioned Hall of Fame night. Lindsey Flettmeyer, Brooks Hall, your team, Dave Jones, and then Stephanie Weisenfeld, Karens all went in tonight. And uh, we now 
our Flyer Feedback co-hosts are in the Hall of Fame, Nate. So it's either you or Rex is going to be next. Right? <laughs> oh, I, mean, <laughs> I guess that's how it goes. <laughs> we, uh, I, I like to think, you know, we get some credit for that. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we're, we're both kind of a better. Yes, yes. So you're yeah. welcome, Brooks Hall, is what we're yeah. trying to say here on hey, Flyer Keith Feedback. Keith, too. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, been on this one, and and uh, you wanna you wanna be heard on this one? You can tweet me at jbedellwhio90. Uh, no Bud Light mics. We're not in Flanagan's, but uh, we're here. Uh, be session. Flyers are losers, seventy four sixty nine. As we await the live post game comments of Dayton head coach Anthony Grant, as he will uh, come on to Blackburn Court and talk to Larry about um, this loss tonight, which just leaves a really bad taste in your mouth as a Dayton fan, as you're. Uh, driving home in the car now, or you're hanging out at the arena, maybe to wait and hear Anthony, or you're grabbing a beer up in the flight deck or wherever you're at. Uh, we appreciate you joining us tonight, by the way. Um, you know, this is one, Nate, that Dayton, um, this is two straight now, uh, to George Mason they've lost. Overall, it's been a kind of one-sided series. Dayton coming into tonight had led 10 games to four in the all-time series. And, of course, you remember Dayton lost. They had a one-point loss in Fairfax last year, 50-49. to 49, That was in January last year. Um, yeah. And then, you know, Cam English and his Patriots, they come into the night and they get the upset and prevent Staten from nabbing uh, a, uh, a top-four seed to lock it up with. There's only two left now. You got LaSalle at home on Tuesday, and you go to St. Louis for their senior night to wrap up the regular season, and then we're looking ahead to Brooklyn, and it's all or nothing once you get to New York. Hey, for us, the tournament has to start now. We have to take care of these two games that's coming up um, so that we make sure that we get a solid position in the seating and then take care of business. Um, like I said, we might see George Mason again. So if we come with that same attitude and we don't bring it 100% and everybody comes to play, I mean, Holmes had a great job. You know, he led us and he, he had a career high. But we need other players to step up. You know, Smith, Brea, he did hit a couple uh, big threes for us today. But – we needed him to be a little more consistent and give us some more of that. Yeah, and it was just, you know, in the first half, like Larry and Keith were talking about, it was lackluster defensive points. And then in the closing minute, the closing 30 seconds, Nate, you got Deron Holmes missing both three free throws with 24 seconds left. You got Mally Smith with a turnover with 10.6 left. Um, you know, they got it to within one. Mally hit that three, 70-69 with 4.7 left. But at that point, it's just getting – you know, way yeah. too late to – I mean, it made it interesting for sure, but, you know. Coach was definitely pulling uh, his hair out because these are things that they go over in practice. You know, they do the four-minute drill where they got four minutes on the clock, last uh, last four minutes of the game. You know, we have situations that they go through, 30 seconds on the clock, last two minutes of the game. You know, so they practice these things. We just didn't execute the right way. Yep. And, you know, with VCU starting to slip a little bit as of late – um, you know they're thirteen and three now in the conference. Dayton had they won out, Nate, they would they would have they would have needed some help. But Flyers would have had a chance to win an A ten title yes. in the regular season. But now you know you're two games back from VCU uh, with two left after having split the season series with the Rams. So that you know becomes less likely now going forward. Not that that's what it's all about, but you, you know that's a nice that's a goal that's a goal they got trying to win a ten titles in a regular yes. season. Yep. Um, and now that that makes it really hard. I'd imagine, you know, two back with two left. That's uh, we got to make sure we take you know, care of we'll those see. two. But, you know, Dayton a loser tonight, 74-69 to the George Mason Patriots. Dayton drops to 19-10 and overall, 11-5 and in Atlantic 10 play. So they're now in a, in a three-way tie for, I can't believe I'm saying 
at this combination of words, Nate. <laughs> Dayton is in a tie for second place with Fordham. Fordham! Oh, my goodness. In the most mediocre A-10 in 18 years, yeah. the, the Fordham Rams are in second place with 11-5 and five Dayton and 11-5 and five St. Louis. So they're both two games, all three of them, two games back of uh, Atlantic 10 leading VCU, sitting there at 13-3 coming into uh, tonight. So, like I said, these last two games are very important for us. The, yeah. the tournament starts now for us to make sure that we take care of these last two games, to make sure that we can get good seeding for the tournament to give us a better position to take care of business. And it's frustrating for Dayton fans too, Nate, because this is a Dayton team that was starting to – they looked like they were starting to gain some steam. They had won four straight. I mean, Larry and I were talking in the newsroom a few weeks ago, the morning after that St. Bonaventure loss, 68-59 at the Bonnie's place mm-hmm. at the Riley Center – and if you would have sat there that Saturday afternoon and said, who are you going to buy stock in at that point, St. Bonaventure or Dayton, you probably would have said the Bonnies because Dayton looked like the wheels were coming off. Mm-hmm. They had lost three of the last uh, five. They just they were not looking real sharp at that point. Well, then they rip off the win at VCU that week, and then they, they beat St. Louis, just dismantled St. Louis 70-56 yep. at their place. So then you got a week where, okay, Dayton's right back in the mix. They got new life. And then they beat Loyola and UMass. You know, again, n- nobody's confusing either of the Ramblers or the Minutemen with world beaters. But still, they had won four straight. You think, okay, they started to figure it out. Row. They got their momentum back. They're playing hot at the right time of year. And then pff, we watch this one go plop right in front of us over at the arena tonight. And I was just thinking, you know, this is the first game that I have seen that had everybody was uh, dressed. I don't think we had anybody on the sideline that wasn't uh, out of uniform. Everybody was ready to play today if they needed to. And we haven't had that in a long time. Yep. Yeah, that's right. It's John Bedell, it's Nate Green, and you here for Flyer Feedback as we await the live postgame comments of Dayton head coach Anthony Grant after this 74-69 uh, loss to George Mason. Dayton drops the 19-10, 11-5 in a 10 play. Uh, this was a quad three home game for Dayton because George Mason's net ranking was 141. So, again, you know, pretty much – Everything that's come at them in the league this year has been quad three or four. Uh, you've had a couple of quad two opportunities mixed in there. But, uh, Nate, it's just a thoroughly, thoroughly mediocre Atlantic 10. Um, and like I said earlier in the show, I think it has become uh, increasingly apparent that we are now on a collision course with the first one-bit Atlantic 10 team, uh, Atlantic 10 league, since George Mason was the only uh, A-10 school in the tournament uh, back in 05. Uh, so... We'll see, but you know Dayton, they still, they've still got a shot to win the A10 tournament. Uh, but you know it's kind of a you know a deflating. You don't blame Dayton fans, Nate, for having a head in hands kind of feeling after this loss tonight. No, you can't. We just gotta you know suck it up and take this one on the chin for them, and hopefully they'll redeem themselves with the next two games because um, we don't necessarily just need the next game. We need the next two games, but we gotta focus on what's coming up in front of us right now. So. You know, hopefully we can do that, and hopefully we can go uh, take care of LaSalle. I believe was that Tuesday. That's Tuesday night. Tuesday you night, got LaSalle, LaSalle at home, and then you Make got sure St. Louis next bring Saturday. That, bring that noise because we're gonna need it. <laughs> yeah. And then you got St. Louis to start uh, March uh, on March third. So next Saturday you got St. Louis. It's a seven o'clock tip, uh, and that'll wrap up. Um, or I'm sorry, on Friday, not Saturday. They, they so they play Tuesday, Friday next week. LaSalle for senior night at UD Arena. So the season finale at UD Arena, regular season finale at UD Arena mm-hmm. in terms of the home games they've got there. And then they go to St. Louis 
for the return game of the Arch Baron Cup. You play 7 o'clock next Friday night on ESPN. And they're going to have a chip on their shoulder because we took care of business uh, when they came here. So, you know, we got to be ready to play on the road. Well, and then that's going to determine too, Nate. I mean, you you had better beat LaSalle. Uh, Speaking of (laughs) mediocre programs, you'd better beat LaSalle on Tuesday. I mean, with the way this week is going, I mean, you're looking at next Friday night having seating implications and perhaps changing which side of the bracket you're on with St. Louis. Um, so you're looking at, uh, at the very least, you know, maybe it's not going to be for uh, the Atlantic 10 regular season title, which I think maybe a few months ago you might have looked at and said, wow, that, that St. Louis-Dayton finale could determine who wins the regular season league. Yeah. Um, but at the very least, with you know, because these two teams right now are both tied uh, in the conference standings at 11-5, and five, so you're probably going to have Atlantic 10 um, tournament seating implications when you go play the Billikens next Friday. We'll see what they do. Uh, with the week they've got coming up, um, but uh, they've got for what it's worth, they got now they got a much tougher week. They got to go to VCU. The Billikens do. They play at VCU on Tuesday night. So St. Louis gets the Rams in Richmond. Dayton gets LaSalle here in Dayton, and then they'll square off for the return game uh, of that rivalry with Travis Ford and St. Louis. They'll play uh, there at Chaffetz Arena on Friday night. But tonight. We're talking about a Dayton Flyers loss, 74-69 to the George Mason Patriots. Mason improves to 17-12, 9-7 in Atlantic 10 play. Uh, and Dayton, of course, uh, drops to 19-10 overall, 11-5 on the year as it's John Bedell. And Nate Green here with you as we await the live postgame comments of Dayton head coach Anthony Grant. Uh, he's taking a while. Nate, what do you think he's saying right now? Uh, yeah, he's giving them a mouthful because this is a game that we were supposed to take care of business and we just didn't do it. You know, we played a good game, but at the crunch time when it came down to it, the last four minutes of the game, we didn't do what we were supposed to do. We didn't execute all the way. His ears were burning. He's ready. What does <laughs> head coach Anthony Grant think about this one? Well, you're about to find out. He's live with Larry Hansen on the other side of this break, right here, live on the Home of the Flyers. The Home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Disputes between businesses can go on for a long time and legal fees can be exorbitant. Many times a third party is needed to help reach an agreement. This is John Rosemeyer with the law firm of Pickerel, Schaefer, Nebling. I've been working with Miami Valley businesses across all markets. I can help resolve business disputes without going to court through alternative dispute resolutions, such as mediation. Contact us at pselaw.com or 223-1130. Pickerel, Schaefer, and Ebling is the only law firm you'll ever need. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Larry Hanskin uh, back here at the UD Arena, Dayton Falls, to George Mason, 74-69, to the court with Coach Anthony Grant, brought to you by Pickerel, Schaefer, and Ebling, the only law firm you'll ever need. Find out more at pselaw.com. Coach, a lot of times games like this, the focus gets on the last couple of minutes of the game, but defensively, you, you dug a hole in the first half, and, and, and really the defense was just not up to up to the task. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, you know, the start of the game and then we had a stretch there where we got down, I think, six or seven points there uh, late in the first half. Um, you know, just too many breakdowns. I thought in the second half, our guys did a heck of a job making a run and uh, putting us up down the stretch. We weren't able to get the stops that we needed to make. Um, free throw line hurt us down the stretch. Um, and then obviously, you know, you got to give them credit. They made some plays. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, 
this is a game that that it was a physical game. Uh, there was a lot of different eb different ebbs and flows back to the game. I think we'll be able to to look back and see some things that we need to be better at. Um, but at the same time, we have to understand uh, we've got two opportunities left in the regular season uh, to try to put ourselves in position where we can get that double by headed to Brooklyn. I think we know that once we get to Brooklyn, you know, it's going to be a wide open tournament, and that we got to make sure that we're learning from all these games and try to put ourselves in position. We're playing our best down the stretch. And, and really, big picture, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's, it's, it's after this, can you get better the next time? Yeah. I mean, we got a quick turnaround. You know, we got a game Tuesday here against a team that's playing well, a team that, that mirrors a lot of the things we saw today in terms of the toughness, uh, the, the competitiveness. They fight you for every inch. So we've got to learn from this. We've got to be able to, to take the, 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 the disappointment of today and use it to fuel us as we move forward. I know there's no one in that locker room that feels good right now, but uh, you know, Deron Holmes takes another step forward in just being such a focus of other teams' game plans and what's thrown at him and the physicality of the game. Uh, I, he left it all out there. He did. Know? He did. You know, I think, um, you know, obviously, you know, two of their front court guys filed out, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, what he was going at. They had a third one that they went with. Uh, they had some guards tonight that really stepped up and played. You know, uh, really, really well, um, and made plays for them on the offensive end. So, like I said, you got to give them credit for their uh, what they were able to do. You know, here in our building, we knew uh, that they had a week to prepare for this game, and that there'd be some things maybe that we hadn't seen before. Uh, you know, they stepped up, they made free throws, they made plays down the stretch. They they did a good job. All right, coach, we'll let you go. Appreciate it. All right, uh, that does wrap things up here. And as coach mentioned, a quick turnaround as Dayton is back home. On uh, on Tuesday night uh, to take on uh, to take on the uh, LaSalle Explorers in the final home game of this season. Where'd the time go? Uh, so we'll have all the action for you. Of course, uh, coming up uh, the Flyer Insider Show Monday night live from Frickers on Woodman Drive from seven to eight. Wraps things up here on behalf of our pregame host Nancy Wilson, our studio host uh, Jimmy Sandy here courtside, our engineer producer Parker Testa, and working alongside me tonight Hall of Famer Keith Wallaskowski. I'm Larry Hanskin. Again, the final was George Mason 74 and Dayton 69. Now stick around for more of Flyer Feedback. The home of the Flyers, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. Try the GMC Canyon with powerful and innovative features engineered and built for all your adventures to come. Or get behind the wheel of the GMC Sierra Heavy Duty with an available Allison 10-speed transmission. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. We are professional-grade GMC. Well-qualified buyers step up to GMC with 2.9% APR and no monthly payments for 90 days on Sierra Light Duty models. See your local GMC dealer today. Length of contract limited. Deferred monthly payments for 90 days. Excludes residents of Pennsylvania. Must finance with GM Financial. Down payment required at signing, if applicable. Finance charges accrue from date of financing. Some customers will not qualify. Not available with lease and some other offers. Take new retail delivery by 2 23 Hi, it's Larry Hanskin for Integrity Water Solutions. Water is used for everything. That's why it's important for it to be the best it can be. If you're tired of scum in the shower, dry, itchy skin, filmy dishes, and replacing appliances, it's time to call the water experts at Integrity Water Solutions, your local Connecticut dealer. Treat your water with integrity. For better water, 
better life. Call 937-320-7460 or schedule an appointment online at integritywtr.com. The Bud Light Post Game Show on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Brought to you by... Bud Light, America's favorite light lager. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Frickers, for over 30 years, has been the home of fun, food, sports, and spirits. CareSource, individual and family health insurance that has you covered with kindness. Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, make your parking lot look great again go to vandaliablacktop.com to see how and by alta fiber official partner of the dayton flyers and proud supporter of the dayton community the bud light post game show on 1290 and 95.7 whio dayton's news and talk university of dayton basketball is a presentation of 1290 and 95.7 whio the announcers for today's game were chosen in conjunction with the University of Dayton. Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Flanagan's Pub. For all of your UD Flyer game day food and drinks, check out the newly remodeled Flanagan's on Stewart Street. Enjoy that same Flyer faithful experience you've grown accustomed to since 1976. Bud Light, America's favorite light lager. Premier Health, proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics. Learn more at premierhealth.com slash UD. Logan AC and Heat Services, the official heating and cooling partner of the UD Flyers, helping fans stay comfortable all season long. And by Alta Fiber, official partner of the Dayton Flyers and proud supporter of the Dayton community. Call in with your comments or questions. 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Flyer Feedback. We're going to wrap this thing up pretty quickly tonight. It's John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here for feedback. Dayton, a loser tonight, 74-69. Dayton drops to 19-10 overall, 11-5 on uh, in A-10 play. They're now in a three-way tie for second with Fordham. Yes, don't adjust your speakers, that Fordham. And St. Louis at 11-5. Both, all three, two games back in the loss column of first place VCU. Nate, it's a deflating loss, but in the 30,000-foot view, this is a team that for months now we've known has been an auto-bid or bust team. This changes nothing of the big picture. They've got to try to get some momentum back against LaSalle Tuesday night at St. Louis a week from tonight or a week from yesterday, and they've got to go to Brooklyn and win three games in as many days to get their shot at the NCAA tournament. Yep. I mean, like you said, we've known this all along, so we just got to you know, lace up the shoes and be ready to play against LaSalle and do what we're supposed to do. we got yep. to take care of these next two. Simple they've, as that. Yep, they've blown every at-large opportunity that's come their way this year, and they blow a chance tonight, uh, virtually everyone, and they blow a chance tonight to clinch a top-four seed in the Atlantic 10. So that's going to do it for us tonight, Flyer fans. We thank you for joining us tonight. We will see you on the radio Tuesday for Dayton and LaSalle. Until then, for my partner tonight, Nate Green, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. Go Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.